by Passion Church, the DeSoto County campus, the fun church in Horn Lake, Mississippi. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church. Praise Jesus. I'm so thankful. I'm so blessed. I mean, where, where, where do you start when God has literally turned your life upside down? You know, you go from where you was to where God is taking you. You're always headed somewhere new. I'm so thankful. Yes, Lord. Let's see here. Y'all with me this morning? Now I'm going to get a little loud. I'm a little aggressive. But praise God anyways. Let's go ahead. I want y'all to really hook up with me this morning. I want you to repeat after me. I want you to say this with me because it's very important. You in this room believe that God is going to do something in your life. It's very important that we have everybody here believe with me. So I want you to say, God, I believe that your spirit living on the inside of me will will receive today the words that you would want me to receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, today, I want to talk about the abundant life. I want to, I want to talk about that. Most people think the abundant life is money, cars, and all this. But what I want to tell you today is in John 10.10, in the New King James, it says, I have come that they may have life and life more abundantly. You see, and I, I looked this up because God has told me that, that I have an abundant life. I have an abundant life. It's so beautiful what God has done for me. When people come up to me and ask me, they say, man, how did you do what you do? How, how, how did you do it? And believe me, you have to put your flesh under and you have to say, glory, glory be to God. God did this. And they look at you crazy like, no, no, what did you do? And it's not what I did. But I have messed up and told them, yeah, yes, do this, do that. But you always give God the glory. Give God the glory for the small things. So abundant life refers to the life in its abounding fullness. That's abounding fullness of joy and strength. For your spirit, for your soul, for your body. Your spirit, soul, and body. That's fullness of joy and strength. You need nothing. If I lose everything, I have everything. If I lose everything around me, I have it. All I need is Jesus. So John 10.10 in the New King James, it says, I have come that you may have life and life more abundantly. So understand that you, that you have life, that you have it. It's that simple. We need to start praising God. We need to start believing on the small things. Start speaking those things. See, it's a, it's a faith walk. I, I look back in 2016, 2016, I was two weeks. I just got out of jail. I've been out of jail two weeks. And I was at home, 
And a friend of mine was staying at over at the house, and it was Sunday morning. And Megan looked at me, and she said, he needs to go. You know, we got stuff we need to do. And I said, okay. I said, I know how I can fix this. I went in there. I said, hey, man, you need to get up. He said, what do you mean we need to get up, man? You ain't got no job. You ain't doing nothing. You just got out of jail. We're going to hang out. I said, I said, no, we're going to church. I said, we go to church on Sundays. Well, he believed me. I just got out of jail. You never know what anybody would say to somebody that just got out of jail. Are you with me? So I told him, I said, we're going to church. We get dressed. Megan looks at me, and she's like, what in the world is up with him? And I said, get dressed. So we get dressed, and we live in apartments. We head out the apartments. This is the truth now. This is how God works. We head out the exit, and he's behind me in his pickup truck, and we go to pull, and I said, let him pass us, and we're going to pull in the entrance. We're going to go back home. It's the truth. <clears throat> That's the truth. The truth. So we literally, before we get to the entrance, and this is how God works, the Holy Spirit, I know now, told Megan that the babysitter invited us to church while you were in jail. And she looked at me, and by that time, I done passed the entrance, and I done made it up to Goodman Road. And she told me, she said, she said, let me call the babysitter. I said, well, call him, call him, let, let's see. You know, I done felt guilty now. We're going to go to church. We'll call the babysitter, and the babysitter is not there. She said, we're, we're not, we're not going to be there today. We're sick. By that time, we're already halfway here. I said, you know what, that church will take us. We're going. We done made it out on Goodman Road. You spend more time turning around on Goodman Road. You just go. <laughs> and that was the day I showed up here, and my life was changed by Jesus. I heard the story about Jesus died on the cross for my sins, and then I was free. And all I had to do was believe. you telling me all I had to do is believe, and that's where the abundant life started. All I had to do was believe, and the abundant life began. See, it's, it's a faith walk. It's a faith walk. we got to believe. See, a lot of us are walking around and we're speaking these words, but we're not living these words. But if you'll start speaking them words before you start living them words, and you'll start living them. You start, talk, you start walking and believing and saying, God, I'm not a drug addict no more. And you do them things, you say, I don't do them things. Start telling yourself you don't do them things. Stop telling yourself you don't drink alcohol. Start telling yourself you don't watch pornography. You start speaking these things. And you start believing it. And eventually, your DNA begins to change because you have the Spirit of God living on the inside of you. You with me? Amen. Amen. So Romans 12, 2 in the NLT, it says, Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person. By changing the way you think, then you will learn to know God's will for you which is good, pleasing, and perfect. I want to share a little story. I only got like ten verses, so y'all ain't got to get all sweated up or nothing. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> so my son, he, he comes in from school, and he's growing a little plant in a cup. And he puts it on the windowsill, and the blinds are closed. And I said, son, that plant is not going to grow in the windowsill with the blinds closed. I said, put it on the front porch. And God gave me revelation about our lives. See, a lot of us, we got good soul. We got good churches. We're, we're, we're being watered by the Word of God. But we get impatient. We get impatient. And we go and we dig that seed up. 
And see, we go through a process of dying. And we go through a pro- and then we grow. And you water and you water and you believing and you're reading and you're praying. And I'm just this just me. And I'm thinking, I can think of the times where God was using me and I said, God, I want that now. I want it now. I want it now. And I was impatient. And then little Joe would come to me and he would say, can we water that? Can we water it? Can we water it? I said, son, you done put enough water on it. It's not going to grow. And then, man, I literally almost broke down in tears to hear him say that. And I just heard my voice asking the father, please, God, can I, can I have that now? Can I have that now? And God's saying, if you'll just be patient, it's growing. Your lives are growing. You're changing. You don't even realize you're changing. You are changing. Every step, every something as small as a joke in my life that I said, hey, get up, we're going to church. It changed. And I received Christ and believe. All you got to do is simply believe. In Ephesians 4 and verse 21 through 24 in the NLT, it says, Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your formal way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on the new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Put on the new nature. You know, a lot of us, we put on clothes, and some of us ain't even took baths. But I'm telling you, when you receive Jesus Christ, you as fresh as all get out. All you got to do is put on clothes of righteousness and holiness. You're already forgiven. You're already forgiven. You already, all you got to do is believe. Everything that's stopping you is your own mind. Your own mind. Your own mind. You just got to believe. So here in Romans chapter 13 verse 14 it says, Instead, clothe yourselves with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. And don't let yourself think of ways to indulge in your evil desires. That same verse in the New King James says, Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Wake up every morning and say, Jesus, I surrender my life to you today. That's simple. Don't think about, hey, I'm not going to look at pornography. I'm not going to drink alcohol today. I'm not going to use drugs today. Don't do that. Say, I'm going to put on the Lord Jesus today. If I don't fool nobody, I'm going to fool myself. You hear me? If you ain't going to fool anybody, fool yourself. Man, I have been believing and believing and believing. And if I told you the things I believed, you'd kick me out of here. You'd say, you're out of your mind. But I believe it because with Jesus, anything is possible. Believe Jesus. So in the New King James, in that same verse, it says, Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. I can't tell you how many times that I have tried to stop doing something because I tried. Because I tried. When you, all you have to do is simply believe and say, Jesus, I love you. I want to serve you. And it's that easy. There's, there's two things that's going to keep you from sinning. Two things. You're either going to love God so much you ain't going to do it, or you're going to fear God so much you ain't going to do it. Those two things right there. Write that down. Those two things. You're either going to fear God so much that you're not going to do what you're doing, 
or you're going to love God so much that you're not going to do what you shouldn't be doing. That's how you quit doing what you're doing. you got to believe. Okay, so putting on new clothes. In Galatians 3.27 it says, And all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. Amen? Praise Jesus. It's that simple. See, when Jesus died on the cross, he made it so simple. That's what I was preaching last Sunday night. I looked at the men out there in the jail, and I said, Do you know God made it so simple that the deaf, that the dumb, that that anybody can believe and receive Jesus and go to heaven? Anybody. You're still living the life you're living because you want to live that life. That's what the Word says. But I'm telling you, if you'll love God enough not to do it, and you'll fear God not enough not to do it, then you will live an abundant life because you have an abundant life through Christ Jesus. That's all you need is Jesus. So, let's see here. So, saved by grace through faith. Let's get into faith. I love faith. Faith is what the world calls us Christians crazy. You mean you're believing for that? Yes, I'm believing for it. I ain't got to see it. All I got to do is believe, and God's going to do it. That's faith. So Hebrews 11.1 1 in the New King James, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You, you, you with me? When you are seeing yourself doing something that you know is not right and you know you don't need to be doing it, you don't go around still doing it. If you want to change and you keep doing what you're doing, you got to believe the opposite of what you're doing. you got to believe yourself. you got to believe that you don't do that. you got, you got to you got to have the faith that God says that I am clothed with Christ Jesus and believe, and then he will begin to work in your life. That's my testimony. That's me. I don't know about anybody else. I'm just telling you what God's done for me. When I, when I got out of jail, when I came here and I gave my life to the Lord, what, and I walked out them doors, I didn't just walk out them doors, just, you know, everything was hunky-dory. Every day I went through a process like my son, like I, like I showed him, I said, a plant, son, you take that seed, you put it in the soil, you cover it with good soil, you water it, it gets sunlight, it gets nutrition, and that seed dies. And when that seed dies, it breaks down and it produces something beautiful. And it comes up a little weed through the soil. And when it grows, it turns into a plant. And it produces fruit. And I showed him that. And that's our lives. When I walk through the door, I've received Jesus. I was put in the soil. And the Word of God began to water me. And I began to believe the sunlight, the faith. You with me? The faith. And I begin to grow and the abundant life begins to show. And see, God blesses you, spirit, soul, and body. Spirit, soul, and body. You got fullness of joy. You walk around, people wonder why. Why is he so happy? You got coronavirus, you got this, you got that, you got finances. I mean, he's got bills. You mean to tell me his stuff is breaking too, just like ours, and he's not getting mad? It's the joy, the abundant life, the joy, the spirit, the soul, the body. The spirit, soul, and body. 
You must have the fullness and joyness of God in your life. You have to. You have to. Put on the new man. Amen. So in Romans chapter 8, in verse 24 through 25, this is New King James. For we were saved in this hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. I'm waiting with perseverance. I, I mean, am I perfect? No. Paul says, I fail, I, I die daily. Paul says, I die daily. But for some reason, there was something special about Paul when he looked back and he said, that day on the road to Damascus, when the Lord knocked me off the horse and he took my eyes from me, he said, thank God for that day. And you always must go back to where God first first come into your life in that love, that first love. You always go back to that. That's what Paul did. Paul said that that, that day on the road to Damascus, like that day I showed up here and the Lord Jesus came into my life and made me a new man and I began to serve God. It was then on that I chose God in my life. Then on. You, every day you got to choose. You got to choose. So in Romans chapter 8, Verse 5 through 6 in the NLT. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting the sinful nature control your minds leads to death. But letting the Spirit control your minds lead to life and peace. You see, in Romans ten seventeen, it says, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing the Word of God. You see, we must be reading the Word of God. You must be praying. None of us are perfect. This ain't a marathon. We don't read 900 chapters a day. We don't, I mean, you read so much. People asking you to do the dishes. I'm, I'm reading my Bible. You know, yeah, yeah, that, that's a good time. The dishes are dirty. I'm reading my Bible. I'm telling you right now that I'm telling you it's that simple we have we have everything we need in Jesus this is an add on you have everything all you got to do is believe but if you want to believe like really really believe you want real faith you want to see miracles you want to see your life change you want to see your health change you want to see your finances change? You want to see your family be blessed? You want to have multiple kids? You, you want to have things? Start reading the Word of God. Amen. Start doing what God's called you to do. Amen. Start believing. So Galatians chapter 6, verse 8 through 9 in the NLT. It says, Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death. From that sinful nature. But those who live to please the spirit. Will harvest everlasting life. From the spirit. So let's not get tired in doing what is good. At just the right time. We will reap a harvest of blessing. If we don't give up. See. You will harvest what you plant. You will harvest what you plant. Amen. 
It's, it's a proven fact. What you plant in your garden is what you're going to grow in your garden. I had a woman tell me one time, she said, you have a choice. Are you going to, are you going to grow, are you going to grow weeds or are you going to plant flowers? I said, that's good. That's good. I want to plant flowers in my garden. Everywhere I go, now do I sometimes sow weeds? Yes, we do. But we get back up and we believe God and we sow flowers in our garden. We believe God for everything that he's going to do in our life. And, and, and patience. Be patient with God. As my son was coming to me, little Joe was coming to me, and he was asking me, he said, Daddy, Daddy, I want to water it. And I said, it's got plenty of water. When is it going to grow, Daddy? I said, give it time. And that's the same way we are with our Father in heaven. We, we're coming to him, and he's saying, be patient, be patient. Just wait, just wait. In Galatians, still in the same verse, same chapter, Galatians 6, verse 8 through 9, in Amplified. It says, For the one who sows to the flesh his sinful capacity, his wonderful, his worldliness, his disgracefulness, impulses will reap from the flesh, ruin and destruction. But the one who sows to the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good. At the proper time we will reap if we do not give in. Don't give in. That's what I want to share with you. Don't give in. Just believe that God is who He says He is. Let's see here. See, Romans 10, it says, If you believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross and God raised Him from the dead, you shall have life. You shall have life in Jesus. All you have to do is believe and turn from sin. It says, believing in the heart unto righteousness, you are saved. And confessing your faith out loud, you're saved. You see, I want to share this. Let's see here. In 1 Peter. First Peter, verse, uh, First Peter chapter one, verse six, one and six, and First Peter it says, "So be truly glad that there is a wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Through your faith is more precious than mere gold." So when your faith remains strong through many trials, you see, when your faith is made strong through many trials, know that God believes. You know that He loves you. Know that if you believe, He can do all, you can do all things. You with me? Let's see. Let's go to Romans. In Romans 5 and 3. It says, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials for we know that they help us develop endurance and, de and endurance develops strength of character and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. You see, we have hope. That's Jesus. You with me? Yeah.
listening to the podcast today. We hope you enjoyed it and that it inspires you to live out God's Word. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church.